Want to make your own podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like I have an outlet for the creativity and ideas I want to share with the world. I recommend you give it a try. We all have a voice, so share it with the world. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. And back then, when all this stuff was happening, there, there was a strange dream that I had. I was walking down. It's it's a dirt road. Walking down, and I could see the mountains because I, I live in Calgary, Alberta. There's mountains in in the in the distance, and there's these big hills that I'm going to have to walk over. And, and there's this bus that pulls up, like a you know a, a yellow bus that pulls uh, that drives by, pulls over, and then I come up to the door. It opens up, and there's Jesus driving. And he says, get on. And I wake up. And yeah, and, and did I get on? I, I started looking into it. Uh, but then I had, you know, secular friends that just made fun of the Bible and, and uh, yeah, destroyed destroyed that for me. But, you know, it, it planted the seed. So what, what was it? All those hills were the, the good and bad times that I'm going to go through. And, you know, so do you want to do that by yourself or do you want to do that with me? Welcome to the Days of Noah podcast, where we talk all things biblical, supernatural, and strange. Today we're joined by Enoch P. from the Rundown of Our Reality channel. And while some internet issues kept my brother Luke from being with us today, we decided to forge ahead and we're privileged to get to hear Enoch's story, his testimony, what he went through with his family and how he came to Christ right at the beginning of the pandemic by researching the Nephilim. We're splitting this into two parts. In the first half, we're going to hear a lot about his testimony and also the basis for what it is he's trying to communicate with his channel, The Rundown of Our Reality. So with that, let's jump into our discussion with Enoch. Well, welcome back to the Days of Noah, everybody. We have a special guest today, Enoch Putris, not Putrescence, okay, from Princess Bride. And uh, yeah, we're happy to have him because uh, we've gotten to know him a little bit in the last few months uh, through Rod from the Millennial Mustard Seed podcast and and then uh, Rod telling us about uh, Enoch's show on Rumble and BitChute. Uh, the rundown of our reality. 
And um, yeah, what I like about it is that whole chessboard series where, you know, you kind of give like a whole o- overview of <laughs> the, rea- well, just as the name implies, the rundown of our reality. It's a big topic. I, w- I think we like to think the days of Noah is a big topic, but really, as I was going through your series, I feel like what kind of what you're presenting is the bigger, bigger picture. Like, how do we describe? Yeah. How do we describe what we're what we're living in and and what we can accept is true? Well, that's the yeah. The whole purpose of the rundown of our reality is to show basically how we got here. Right. Uh, Because I became a Christian in 2020. Right. Uh, Apparently, many people have kind of opened their eyes. Right. And I just went to town. Um, Couldn't I couldn't get a job for the life of me. And so I, instead of worrying about that, um, worrying about money, <laughs> I uh, decided to do a lot of research, right? And be, and be, and before that, I had a I had a solid foundation in government finance, so I understand how the how contracts and currency works versus what how we're told it works. So I understand the whole I understand the whole background of it through through the government. And because of that, I already knew everything was corrupt. It's just 2020, I found out just how corrupt it was when when the Serb came up. Came up. The Serb is in Canada when they're giving out the free money, the free checks, the COVID checks. That's called the Serb here in, in Canada. Oh, okay. Right? And the Serb was all about just draining our Financial Administration Act. In the United States, that's called your public fund. So they're draining the public fund. They're draining the public administration, the financial administration acts in Canada and all all across the world. Uh, so I read, yeah, when I read that legislation, I'm like, oh my goodness! Like I was trying to explain to people how all this stuff works, like talking a mile a minute, like you guys don't understand what's happening, all right? And and it's not being talked about anywhere. What's going on? And so, <laughs> and then one of my friends, wow, yeah, one of my friends uh, uh, introduced me to because uh, <clears throat> before I go there. I liked Trump um, before because I understood government finance. I saw what he was doing. He was giving businesses access to tax credits, access to actually be, if you're willing to work, to make money, to succeed. Okay. I mean, he's he's a he's a total troll, but the the legislation passed. So so from that aspect where I was coming from, I really liked him. He could say all he wants uh, because. Our government lies right to our face. What's the difference if they sound sweet, if they have a sweet tongue and yet are lying to our face and, and right? So they say they're going to do all this stuff for, for the public, but then do something else versus a guy that is <laughs> a troll who does wonderful stuff for the for the public, right? Like it's like a it's like a big reversal and it's people are, are more uh, comfortable or, or more comfortable with their their so-called rulers um, lying to them as long as they sound sweet and nice versus <laughs> it was so funny to me anyway. So, so I, yeah, well, I, I just, I just became, um, so the Serb came out, the legislation, you know, United States had the same type of legislation, all designed to bankrupt the nations worldwide. And, uh, and then a friend of mine introduced me to um, that whole, uh, uh, Q movement thing. And so I listened to that because at first I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is, you know, the finance stuff. This is exactly what I'm seeing. 
And, and so it kind of locks you in, right? Because it gives you that bit of truth with that that big mass of lies. But so I got into that for about six months until I figured out really what's going on with the occult. And then now I've just been out exp- exposing, trying to show, look, from a, from how secular people can think, I'm trying to show the rundown of reality because you could watch it and, and break it down that way. If you're secular and questioning, this is perfect. It's the perfect place to go. Long story short there. And coming from, and I didn't realize that you were so recent um, to uh, come to Christ just in the last three years. So you really do have a very fresh perspective that way from from thinking more secularly. Um, but maybe that's a good place to back up and then restart is kind of uh, what what you grew up with, what you, you know, had in adulthood prior to coming to faith in the Lord. And then, and then how that all came about, like what was the process even before 2020? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, what brought you there? Oh, well, um, I'm honestly, I've forgotten so much, uh, cause it, it's very traumatic. Um, it was very traumatic for me. Um, and so I, I truly have forgotten so much. And, uh, I think that's, you, you know, your mind does that purposely, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, growing up as a, as a child, we went to the, the Anglican church marriage, right? So we went yeah. to the Anglican church. Wow. We have, we have two princess bride references <laughs> already in the first 10 minutes. We're doing well. So, it, uh, and then the United church, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty similar, uh, and I went as a, as a kid, but you don't really learn anything. Uh, I don't remember really learning anything back then. Uh, nothing that would help, um, in Canada here, nothing that would help build a good solid foundation of understanding Yehusha HaMashiach, uh, under, and understanding God, understanding the covenants, all the, all the stuff that you really need to understand. They don't explain it at all. So of, naturally you fall away. And as you grow up and find all the fun things that you could be doing, like shooting each other with BB guns and, you know, all that, oh, yeah. all that sort of stuff as, as, as youths. So youths, um, anyway, yeah. so, uh, so fell away, you know, did all, you know, dated all that, all that sort of stuff. Uh, be, I became a father at, uh, 21 and, uh, um, Split, not I don't know six years. Six years after the, the the mother said that she wanted to uh, be a lesbian. So wow, yeah. What do you say to that, right? So, and and but meanwhile, you guys were a family. Yeah, we were. Right? Yeah, yeah. For all for all intents and purposes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, we were family. And then just that, bought a house. Wow, all that sort of stuff. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh. Oh well, well. I mean, her her. She is quite a tragic story. Uh, as well. Mm. I mean, there's a reason why people behave like that, right? When they want to um, uh, play for the other team, uh, right. right? There's trauma in the, in the childhood, in someone's childhood. So, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, that happens. And uh, I find out, right, the person I got mixed up with uh, is a massive feminist and believes that only women should raise children. And uh, fathers should only be, you know, ATMs. So, 
So hid, she, she hid all of this stuff. And of course, you know, you fall on your sword as a parent, as a father, you fall on your sword, you sign over everything like here, just take it. It's for the kids. Just take it. And yep. you start from scratch, all that sort of stuff. And uh, I didn't have anything. I was hardly making anything. And, and it turns out her father ended, you know, her father ends up buying the house. So she doesn't even have house payments. Like, <laughs> you know, like, oh. yeah, no, no mortgage to speak of. No, uh, uh, anything. so she's really not struggling and uh, gave her everything. And, and then she's knocking on my door to, you know, now give me a monthly monthly deposit of, you know, of what you make uh, for these kids. And I'm like, I just gave you everything that I have. Right. And uh, anyway, so. So uh, she started using the children as weapons. You don't know, no, you can't see them. No, you know, all this sort of all this sort of stuff. So you don't build a. A foundation with your children and, and this is all this is all in family law this is trained this is this is women are are trained to do this they're tra- and there's there's a reason why which is what i what i get into when you when you look at the um in the whole chessboard the the financial freemason freemasonic uh, uh finance uh segment but anyway um uh, so what it's designed so that you could be fined as a man, you could be fined as much as possible. And when I say that, like child support is, is a fine. It's a monthly fine. Uh, it has nothing to do with what's best for the children. It's about a creating a debt that then the government can use to create tax credits for. It's called appropriation. Um, and appropriation is just the, it's a banking term that just creates tax credits through contracts. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. That's what creates money. Contracts create currency. That's it. So when you go through and, and the government creates a debt, anytime they create a debt, that's what it's there for. It's cr- there to create tax credits on the back end. So, but but again, this, this woman is coming from a victim mentality and believes that she is justified because all men are evil. And so I never saw my kids like growing up as, as oh. children. Uh, I didn't see them for a combined seven years. Uh, of their wow. and and when I did see them, it was like a day, maybe It'd be a visit every now and again. So so it's not like it was something that I you know every weekend. No no, she, she'd get upset for any kind of reason, then uh, find some an excuse. I even have it written in a letter stating that I can't see my my kids in a letter signed by her. Will would the government do anything about that? Does she even feel remorseful for something? Of course not. So. So anyway, growing up through that, just massive torture. Um, I uh, I started hearing voices. I started um, <clears throat> the doorbell will ring because I was fighting with with the government saying I'm not paying a monthly fine. That's not how I said it. Like I'm not giving her money. She's using the children as weapons. I'm perfectly capable of of raising children uh, as well. We can split it, and if there are bills, we will look at them together. We will decide together. And of course, no. The government wants full full a custody to go to one parent and, and create them. And is it the, and is it the same way that I've heard about it, uh, it, over here in the U S where if, yeah, cause I had a manager years ago, I worked at a hotel and, and similar thing. I don't, not necessarily the lesbian thing, but I, I think there was some, some motivation there anyway. Uh, she left him and the kids and he's a mess, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he felt like she purposely moved farther away so that he couldn't have the time with them that he really wanted. 
and planned to have so that she could get more money. Because now, okay, if you're not participating physically, now I can extract more money from you. Is that how that works there too? Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime you could, you can do something that will create more of a debt, right? Then okay. that's more, that's more currency that could come your way through through a judgment. So, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's designed this way. It's designed basically to in, to cripple a nation. Like if fathers just all of a sudden said no more, you know, like ten years ago, no more, and just stopped participating, we wouldn't be in this mess right now. Right. They, right. The government would be forced to change things because it would collapse instantly, ruin all their plans uh, for what we're going through right now. Anyway. Yeah. So. So. Uh, um, but anyway, people don't. People are afraid they want to keep what little they have. And as it slowly dwindles away. So how long ago was this then where you were dealing with this whole. From 2004 on. Uh, so my children are now adults in their 20s. Wow. And I I don't. uh I don't, I haven't seen them at all. They probably think I'm a Christian. I'm insane. Right? Yeah. So I believe in giants. He's insane. And you don't even know where, where they are? Or do well, you have we're all in the same city. We're all in the same oh, city. Oh, are you really? Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, back then, like I'd hear voices like this is like 2000, uh, 2000 and, or sorry, 2010, 2011. I'd hear voices. 2012, I'd hear um, bangs on the door. Uh, nothing's there. I'd hear Michael, like I'm a four-year-old about to get in trouble from my father. It sounded exactly like my dad, right. Michael, right? En- en- Enoch is my internet name. Michael is yes. my, my, uh, uh, real name. Cover so, blown. Cover blown. It's not really a cover. It's just okay. more, more fun, but, uh, it is. um, it's not hard to figure out either. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you just have to type in Enoch Putris and Michael will pop up there and there's a picture of me. Hey, oh, there you going? are. All right. But anyway, so so I'm start calling you third Enoch just for we've got the good, yeah, the bad, and then yeah. and then you. So there's exactly you're number three. Yeah. All right, there we go. Continue. Awesome. Anyway, continue. But but uh, um, and and back then when all this stuff was happening, there, there was a strange dream that I had. I was uh, and I told Rod on on um, Millennial Mustard Seed this as well. Uh, I was I was walking down. It's it's a rolly hill road dirt road walking down and i could see the mountains because I, I live in calgary alberta there's mountains in the, in the in the distance and there's these big hills that i'm gonna have to walk over and and there's this bus that pulls up like a you know a, a yellow bus that pulls uh that drives by pulls over and then i come up to the door it opens up and there's jesus driving and he says get on hmm. and i wake up Wow. And yeah. And, and did I get on? I, I started looking into it. Uh, but then I had, you know, secular friends that just made fun of the Bible and, and yes. uh, yeah, destroyed, destroyed that for me. But, you know, it, it planted the seed and, and, uh, and when, and, when again, was that dream now in, so you were hearing the voices uh, things when you were going through all the, the issues with not being able to see your family, your kids. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 2005 where I had that dream. Yeah. Right. Okay. Where all this stuff was, was starting, and yes. then yeah, and what? So what? What was it? All those hills were the the good and bad times that I'm going to go through, and you know. So do you want to do that by yourself, or do you want to do that with me? And wow. uh, that's how that's how the interpretation to me do, comes along. Do you there. feel like so? 
supernatural breaking in and demonic stuff, or do you think it was like meant almost mental breakdown things that you were going through from the stress or some of both? Like, where would you put some of those weird experiences? Oh, definitely. It would be some of both. Right. I mean, that the, the demonic gets, gets right in. I'm, uh, cause with, with my ex, we weren't married. We were, we were engaged. Yep. Uh, we weren't married. So there you go. But then when we broke up, you know, there's the children are being abused by their mom through this process. Uh, right. I mean, you, you take out one parent and won't let your kids see them. That's abuse. Definitely. So, so, uh, and then I went into another relationship with a highly sexualized woman, uh, and you know, uh, uh, when we did a, a lot of fooling around, um, and stuff that I shouldn't, and I was just falling further and further away, right? Like just, just collapsing. So I'm pretty sure all the stuff I was, uh, that I was doing with, her, another feminist, by the way, uh, doing with this woman, uh, I didn't learn my lesson. Thank you, CIA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, um, and so I just started falling further and further. And of course I'm not the person she met, right. I'm, I'm this now broken, uh, person suffering from massive PTSD and, yeah. uh, uh, so off she goes. And then that almost, you know, I lose my kids. I lose, you know, I'm losing, everything she leaves and then i'm just like uh, if it wasn't for a couple of friends i i don't even think i don't think i'd be here today but uh but yeah it's it's uh crazy man it's crazy how it's designed to utterly destroy you this whole system so then okay so that was oh five with the dream and then i like how many years of misery pretty much till 2020 all of and then the right, light bulb went on like, yeah, yeah, what what was the what was like 2015 to 2020 like or you know what I mean? What? <clears throat> well, yeah. you start developing a plan, right? So I was studying government finance because of well, I was studying the court system. I was studying family law yeah. uh, and and that's what brought me to government understanding government finance. And and it all sort of clicked. It started clicking together in around 2016 and then it really clicked together um, in 2019. I had a plan on how to basically save everyone from 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 this and all it is is well if the government is creating a debt through laws then you appropriate it instead of giving them your money to appropriate it you appropriate it with your own contracts and that will wipe out that will balance out the debt automatically right so you do exactly what the government is already doing right the government plays the middleman and mm-hmm. And, and so, so if you do that, then it wipes, it, it, it wipes your debt. You're no longer, um, uh, you no longer can be held at, uh, 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 at gunpoint basically, uh, to, to the government because of, because of that civil debt. So anyway, yeah, um, I had that plan, but nobody, like people just didn't want to take the time to understand tax credit creation. It took me a while to really explain it well enough for people to understand too, to be fair. But, uh, but even now, like, like you, you explain it to anyone who is going through family law, anything that is even remotely complex, their brain breaks down and uh, yeah. the stress. Takes and over. do you have this, do you have this step-by-step in some of your files that you have available for people to download so they can follow along the whole process of understanding that? 
Oh, I just explained it in the videos. Um, okay. It's all, all it is, is understanding the, basically just understanding the uh, legal terms. And then once you said understand the legal terms, I explain how the, that those legal terms work and you should be able to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, a while back I went through, um, I don't know if you ever heard of Mike Maloney, but he's got a, a website called goldsilver.com and he put out a series a while back on YouTube. I think it's still around called the hidden secrets of money. And he's talking about, you know, how how it's created and basically you know the banks aren't really loaning you money they have they're they're creating money when they when you sign up for a mortgage or or you you know take out a credit card balance or whatever that money springs into existence and it's actually more created that way than it is through um we traditionally think of as you know, between the Federal Reserve and the Treasury, how they're printing money. You say, oh, they're printing so much money. Well, you and I are, and everyone else are creating more at our banks combined with, than yeah, With than each they contract are. that is signed. So what you're talking yeah. about there is the signing of contracts and those contracts create create the, the currency. If you oh, go okay. into if you go into the um, the currency uh, acts, right, it will say right in there that a contract is currency. Okay. Under the, its def, under its definitions. So, all right. So, uh, twenty twenty, the COVID, and where are you at in your faith? You had this dream fifteen years prior, and what 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 clicks? Uh, the Nephilim. I was watching. Wow. I was watching. Um. What's that stupid show? It's filmed in BC here in Canada. Uh, oh my! Well, like Ancient Aliens or something? No, no, the Men of Letters and the um, Supernatural. Oh yeah, I had a coworker that said I should check that out because they're like, "Yeah, she's like they're re- referring to Nephilim all the time." Like, really? Oh, it's That's massively occult. It is. And, it, yeah. and they talk about the Enochian language and all that. So they use right. the Enochian. That's the evil Enoch, right? Yes, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. And and how it's, you know, they use it to battle the demonic forces. I'm like, oh, so it's the white Freemasons battling yes. the black Freemasons. And yeah, yeah anyway. Exactly. So, okay. So, so, uh, um, so yeah, I, I it's, they're saying the Nephilim and stuff. So I'm like, well, what are the Nephilim? And I look it up and, oh. And so then I found what uh, I found um, Trey Smith and his there breakdown. Yep. Right. And 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 yeah, it's just God. He's I'm a so character, sorry. but good right? stuff. He's, if you... he's he's fantastic for entry level. He is yes. fantastic for entry level explaining all that. If you can get by the way he teaches that. The, the, yes. The quirky movements and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, absolutely. He is. And he knows this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been a while since I watched him, but yeah. He's always seemed very knowledgeable to me. Yeah, but go ahead. No, it's it's and it's just and then I, I realized, oh my god, uh, uh, oh my goodness, excuse me, um, this stuff is real, and and so I yeah. just, I'm so sorry, God, I'm so sorry, Jesus, I'm so sorry, Holy Spirit, I, I didn't, you know. And then uh, I just started researching from there and going down the rabbit hole, getting deeper. Well, that's a no cult term, but you know what I yeah. mean. Going, yes. Yeah, digging further and further into understanding where we are and trying to bring it back to. And I think I started as far in researching. Uh, uh, it was more the 
the Baptist side, <laughs> believe it or not. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that's uh, uh, Discover the Book Ministries, uh, John um, Barnett, and AOC um, Ministries. Uh, those were the two that I would, you know, they had, AOC had a lot of neat uh videos put together uh and john barnett i just i just liked his matter of fact delivery now i i absolutely know (laughs) to stay far away from uh uh, a lot of a lot of their teaching the um okay yeah but uh but anyway it's like but you it's like the rapture is not happening people so but you got some good things out of it in your Mm -hmm. infancy of learning yeah, exactly. The book of Daniel is my favorite, right? So when I got okay. to the book of Daniel, finally with the Bible, I'm like all excited. Yes. And, you know, reading about the, the book of Daniel and, and getting into that wow. stuff. And, yeah. So that's really fascinating that, that the Nephilim, and obviously I think whatever it is that kind of pushes the buttons of opening oneself up to God's truths, Mm-hmm. And it's different for everyone and everyone else. You know, we all have our things. We're like, OK, yeah, but what about this question? And then, OK, somebody answers that a year from now. And, you know, and now you're down to three things left before you're going to come to faith. Right. So we all have our things that are like standing in the way. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like with your dream and then some of the upbringing you had. There was a crack open. Right. And I like to think of it as. um what was it? Cornelius in the Bible. He had some understanding and he was seeking more. And I think that's how God works. He, if you if he gives you a general revelation and you reject it, well, OK, you're closing the door. But if you if you take something very basic, you know, spiritual milk mm-hmm. and you go, oh, I'm, OK, I, I can see that. Right. I think I think then he, he continues to show truths. Do you do you feel like that was kind of why you landed with that the way you did in 2020? Yeah, uh, I mean, I've always wanted to understand, you know, how things work. Right. So, I mean, yeah. with me, I was just I was just um, concentrating government finance and then becoming mega wealthy because of it. Right. So yeah. that's where I was stuck. So I couldn't get you can you you'll never see past what you don't want to see past right if you have a wall there you won't see it so once that wall was broken down i just i i was i was the waterfall or or i was the um <clears throat> the dam that that broke and that burst yeah yeah and just for sure going everywhere and i mean i would do 10 12 hours a day i was going non-stop man it it that must have been information overload. So not only are you finding things out fascinating, kind of strange things like Nephilim and Book of Enoch and things like that, but at the same time, you're going through the basics of the Gospels and refamiliarizing yourself with Christianity, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not like if you're just concentrating on on the giants and and stuff like you're all you're doing is not a Gnostic approach. You're not learning yeah. about about the real, the real book and the word and, and how, how it all interconnects and how everything is all about Jesus Christ. And if you don't, so, so if you don't, if you don't figure that out quick, you're going, you're, you're going to get yourself lost again. Right. And, right. And so that's, that's one of the big things. That's what the Baptists did for me. (laughs) (laughs) They they at least kind of kept me, 
until I grounded exactly until I can figure out, you know, where, where I wanted to. Yeah. And I think that's a really important point just to, just to kind of um, shine a light on that concept for our listeners too, because, you know, you might, some of you have been, have been listening to us for months and, and shows like this that talk about some of these more fringe topics and how they're related to the Bible. You know, I, I say it almost every episode, blurry creatures is what inspired us to start talking about these things because they were talking about these things. And I think these topics are underrepresented and need to be talked about. But like we just said, if you don't have that foundation of what the word of God is, who Jesus is, what does that relationship entail that God wants to have with us, you know, and you've, and you're in good standing that way, uh, by being forgiven, right? Like that's the basis of it. Um, so yeah. And then understanding all these other things, I was just talking with, you know, my mom and dad uh, a few days ago up, up North, not as North as you, I guess, but uh, Northern <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> right, right. I should look at a map. Actually, some of Canada is, is a little more Southern than I, than I picture in my head, I guess it, it dips it dips below the, 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 the most northern parts of the U.S. in some Ontario. States. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ontario, yeah. But anyway, um, and I was talking about these things like the supernatural versus the naturalistic view of Genesis 6 and how important that is. And my dad was like, well, you know, that's not the most important book of the Bible. And I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. But I think it is um, a key to understanding the Old Testament. It's part of what Christ was dealing with when he came to earth. It's part of what he means when he says the days of Noah are coming back. So it's a it's a crucial piece of the puzzle. But yes, you could absolutely go through your entire life as a Bible-believing Christian, serving the Lord, and, you know, loving your fellow man, um, and not have that. I just wanted to make that point because, um, you know, if anybody's kind of like, well, where's the gospel? I mean, I, I, I even remember that from, um, you know, we're doing kind of a home church thing now, but a year or so ago, uh, our small group at our old church, uh, one of the guys, and he's a, he's a young guy, but he's an elder, um, was asking about that. And I said, well, you know, I think of like at the time he was not, past uh, the late Michael Heiser going to UFO conferences and connecting that whole odd worldview with the Bible. And you can do that and you don't have to bend things too far. You just have to understand them properly. And so I think there's a place in the body of Christ for these conversations that are a little more strange. But getting back to your story. So, um, this whole chessboard. So on your on your channel, you've got the whole chessboard series and they're like five to ten minute clips on different topics. And uh, I saw that you just put out what a new one or two of them recently, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. And is is that something I mean, it's it may be ever expanding, I imagine. But are you eventually going to have those all in like one continuous segment or how do you? How do you see that all put together? 
Yeah, so I have one. I have one left, which is the destruction of the United States, okay. uh, which is coming. Ho- hopefully, Yay. I finish it. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And yeah, uh, got a place for me up there. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so. So I have that that one coming out. So I'm just trying to break it down, right? Uh, on on how that how that works and why it makes complete and utter sense. And you really need to listen. There's a reason why it says biblically come out of mystery Babylon, which is the United States. And so you do not suffer all of the, uh, all of its plagues and the indecencies that are coming towards like the, the war on each other. And oh my goodness, it's just going to be horrid. So, yeah. So I, so I break that down nice and quick. It'll be like five, 10 minutes. And then I will put them all together into one video, upload it all together so people can share that. And if okay. they ever want to revisit something, they'll have all the separate segments. So we kind of started out with uh, talking about your the name of your channel, the rundown of reality as the big picture of what's everything, what is going on in the world? How do we interpret reality? And that's a huge topic. And I think your your chessboard series does a good job of breaking down a lot of different aspects of it. But how would you, without putting too many words in your mouth, how would you summarize that big picture, that chessboard? I know that's that's deliberate, the chessboard thing in terms of Freemasonry and how pervasive that is to the, to the whole theme. But just go ahead. Maybe just expand on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's really easy to answer. Okay, everything as far as the 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 Masons and the ancient bloodlines are concerned, the Golden Age is the antediluvian period. That's the Golden Mm -hmm. Age. And everything since destruction is to return to the Golden Age. That's it. That's that's it. That's that explains it in a nutshell. So how do we get there? The entire world. How do we? How do we get back to the golden age? Because the whole world, the, all of Earth has to participate in it. Right. So, right. And and for, for people who maybe have not unpacked that concept yet, the golden age being the time when the sons of God came down, they mated with human women, and the world was full of violence, and basically Satan and his ilk was having a heyday. Is that a fair yeah. representation? Yeah, it, massive pantheon god worship, and right. these these beings that are half angelic, right, and and half human. So then they had dominion because they had the human element. Right, they had dominion, and they were worshipped as as gods, like vampires, for example. Where do vampires yes. come come from? Well, the whole belief or the whole structure of of vampires comes from a female nephilim where you drank her menstruum uh, 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 in a in a chalice uh, to get to get her uh, power get, or, and 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 hmm. uh, to worship her and and, and all that uh, all that fun stuff um, wow that's where the Lilith comes from and that's the mother of um, Lilith Lilith yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's where all that worship sort of comes from. Exactly.
You've been listening to the Days of Noah podcast. Thanks again for tuning in this week. If you wouldn't mind just taking a moment to click five stars and leave us a positive review, it does help to spread the channel to more people and get the word out about the Days of Noah. We appreciate each and every listener out there. Thanks for being with us. God bless. See you next week. sudden i just got an echo i don't know if that's luke trying to come back in or on your end enoch now it's gone <laughs> it, it was all luke okay it's all right luke we love you <laughs>